0: Hello? Hey! <laughs> I thought it
1: might be a junk call.
0: How are you? A what call? A I junk call? Junk, yeah. Interesting. How the hell have you well, been? I...
1: I... I'm good. Am... Is it happening? Is the thing recording?
0: No, of course not. It's oh, okay. rec... Well, I don't... <laughs> no, I don't it's know. recording. I just... <laughs>
1: been on a podcast before it's so exciting it's okay well letter.
0: thank you for doing it <laughs> and, yeah of course and thank you for letting me eat i was uh, kind of go 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 today so we kind of i didn't want to keep postponing it because you know how things go the holidays happen and all the craziness and then next thing you know it's 2021 and we still haven't spoken and so
1: i know <clears> no i was really excited
0: yeah so basically yeah,
1: podcast,
0: yeah. you know what we're doing is this this podcast, James and I. And by the way, it's James's birthday. That's why he's not with us today. Um,
1: oh my god! Happy birthday, James! Yeah, should we Who like? I don't
0: know. Should we? Since we're like old school, we will talk about that further. But since we're old school theater people, should we like sing a really horrible version of Happy Birthday for James?
1: We could. Uh, do you know the Happy Birthday Walt?
0: No, but <laughs> okay. I'll pretend to sing along if you want to go for it.
1: I know, I know, I also know a rap from when I worked at TGI Fridays.
0: Oh, that's perfect. Let's do the rap. I don't know it, but okay. go ahead. Do the rap.
1: Right now? Sure. Okay. You're, it's, it's like a repeat after me thing rap. Okay. I, we'll see. We're just going to see how this goes. And who's this on the birthday line? And you go, it's James.
0: It's, it's James. James. Hey, hey, it's James.
1: (laughs) And what is James' zodiac sign? Scorpio. Hey, Scorpio. (laughs) And how old is he on this day? 87. (laughs) Where is he from? Texas. Where is he from? Texas. Yay, happy birthday, James.
0: Happy birthday, James. You SOB, Aww. leaving me alone to interview strangers. Aww. So <laughs> I'm pretty creepy. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I have an old, near and dear friend that I literally haven't talked to in 20 years, I think, at least. I mean, we, we have Facebook, at, we have social media, least. but at least, right?
1: Yeah, no, I think the last time we saw each other, I was about 18 or something and I'm 37
0: okay so like so so basically 34 that's about years ago years. yeah Yeah. sorry public school math so where have you been up to <laughs> I mean we have social media and all that good stuff and um, you're doing so much incredible stuff you've always been an incredible person to begin with but Aww, what have you been up to let's say the past 10 years What, you know, how you doing through COVID, all that craziness?
1: Oh, COVID, you know, just rolling with the flow, Um, (laughs) as everybody is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, well, I don't do musical theater anymore. (laughs) I mean,
0: why um, not? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Past ten years, I I went to San Jose State like forever. Uh. So I did my undergrad and a master's there, and and my master's was in botany, which is bitchin'. If you didn't know that, botany is bitchin'. Um, is that a t-shirt? <laughs> wait, does also? everybody know what? What? Do you have that
0: t-shirt also available for the fans?
1: I. I would if your fans want. and I don't have that T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna make it just for the. Might as well. Botany is bitching. Fans.
0: Yeah, that's it. It
1: is.
0: Make the T-shirt. Why not?
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> I really, I'm, I'm pretty nerdy about um, botany, like plants and stuff. So.
0: How'd you um, go from? I gotta but ask real everybody, quick. Subtext like yeah. how did you go from how did you go from musical theater to botany? Was it always kind of a passion of yours or <laughs> why the jump?
1: No, I it wasn't at all. I just like I took a class at De Anza College. It was like environmental studies. And then and you know, they taught us some plant names and I was like, Oh man, that's cool. Like, wait, you can get paid to be outside, like that's pretty cool. And then It was just kind of... I kept every class I took that had anything to do with that. Um, I just got so stoked on it. Like... I don't know. Like, plants, to me, it's like... I remember plant names oftentimes better than I remember people names. (laughs) But that wasn't... It wasn't like that when I was a kid. Um, So, I don't know. It It just kind of kind of happened um but yeah so that was that was pretty sweet and then uh right after grad school i was like i'm out of here and i went and
0: lived in europe
1: for a year and a half
0: oh like, you did do that i thought i saw something on facebook i couldn't figure I did out what, that yeah, thing the world journey <laughs> well
1: most most of my family's actually over there they're in england a lot of my fan. I'm actually British. I have a British passport. Um, That's right. I just don't sound it at all. <laughs> um, so yeah. So I did. I did like these. It was pretty sweet because it wasn't like I was a millionaire and like traveling and staying in hotels and stuff. Um, I got. I like got my ticket over there through being the assistant for a class at San Jose State that went to France, and I just had to, like, drive the van and, like, kind of keep the kids. I mean, they weren't kids, you know, they were, like, 18, but they're all, like, over in France, and the drinking age over there is 18. And so I kind of helped organize it and was, like, the secretary, and they paid for my plane ticket, so that was sweet. And then when I was over there, I did all these, like, work exchanges so I would live and work with families or, like, at a winery or whatever, and they'd give me room and board. So I wasn't, like, making money, but I wasn't spending money. That's um, cool.
0: So you did what every kid kind of dreamed of when we were growing up and what we'd see in movies, like My Own Private Idaho or one of those Gus Van Zy- Zant type. You actually did it. You actually traveled Europe. On a backpack. I
1: did. I did. Or with a backpack. Out about a backpack. Yeah, it was pretty uh, great. <laughs> I totally recommend doing it to anybody that can make so, that. Well, I mean, not right now.
0: That part of like that that, that interests me because that was always like, "What are you gonna do for the summer? We're gonna go backpack Europe, right?" That was, you know, especially even back when I was in high school, it was a very popular thing to kind of do or say. You actually did it, like, what did you find, like, was it spiritual, was it educational, like, what, what, you know, now that it's been, what, 10 years since you actually did it, what were your takeaways? Yeah. Looking back, is it more about the memories, or the feelings, or what, what exactly did you take away from those trips?
1: Oh, man, you're such a good podcast guy. (laughs) That's such a good question. Definitely the memory, yeah, man, the memories and the feelings, I mean... You know, like, I met so many interesting people and had so many interesting experiences. Like, I definitely would say, you know, that I learned just as much traveling a year and a half over there. Just kind of like being by myself and doing doing my thing and meeting people and having no plans, like, mm-hmm. 75% of the time. I learned just as much doing that as I did in three years of grad school, you know, it was like, just such a a life experience. Um,
0: so that's fantastic so, yeah, do that.
1: that's great. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the school of life is pretty, there's a lot to learn. And I mean, even just like traveling in the U.S., you know, it's like you don't have to go all the way to Europe. Where have you been uh, like, in the U.S.? I, um, I've been to New York to visit our mutual friend Stephanie. <laughs> and Stephanie,
0: where have I been? I know so many. Hmm.
1: Steph, wait, are you being serious right now? What's
0: that, Stephanie?
1: Stephanie from the Wizard from the Wizard of Oz.
0: Stephanie, we no, that with. was uh, that was what's her name? I picked her What's that? Birds. Burbs. Doesn't ring a bell. Sorry. We can come back to that. My memory's all over the place. Okay, okay, okay. So you go to New York to visit a girl Uh, named Stephanie who burbs?
1: Her nickname was Burbs. Her
0: nickname was Burbs. Hmm. (laughs) I always thought Judy Garland played Dorothy. I'm so confused.
1: Are you being serious right now? No. You were just talking... (laughs)
0: welcome to the podcast i have to make up for it if james trust me if james was here it'd be a lot worse remember we have oh, we my. have very schizophrenic brains and right now i'm actually now that i had some nice food i'm i'm taking my medicine which is a combination of a lot of different things but right now it's a george Dickel tennessee sour number 12 Ooh, tennessee whiskey anyways so for all over the place it's that well, by we it's me and you, but by I mean, by we when I say we it's is, me and my twenty other voices. But anyways, right back to Susie. So, but you,
1: my if you get, you gotta remember if you remember this about me like I have a tendency to be quite gullible. <laughs> so like, I, that's right, gullible and, and, and the, sweet. I remember. oh yeah, and so just to. Rem- mm. I guess I'll just put my my guard up for your <laughs> jokes and shenanigans. It's okay,
0: you don't have to. I was, it. my
1: heart felt, my heart felt a little bit like down to my gut. I was like, he doesn't remember Stephanie. Of course, and I remember then Stephanie. I was
0: also, Stinkles. I was
1: like, but that's Stinkles.
0: I'd always call her Stinkles backstage. <laughs> She'd be like, "I'm not Stinkles, I'm not you, son of a bitch." Somewhere, oh, but you know. And then on the corner of her eye, she'd be like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." So every time she went back, you could ask her this. Every time she went on stage, I would say something that would really fuck with her head, but she still gave that shit-eating grin and kept singing along. But, anyways, that's for another podcast.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, you should get her on the podcast. Yeah, she owns like a sweet like little cocktail bar in manhattan
0: yeah the owl's head or something like the that the owl's
1: tail that was the tail. owl's tail yeah i follow
0: I, it's I, weird owl's tail hit me up and i thought oh nice little craft bar and then it took me like i followed them forever to figure out wait a minute that's i had no idea that Steph, that was steph's bar and, and her husband right yeah. yeah 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 yeah
1: lawrence yeah i haven't been there but it looks pretty sweet I send my friends there, or like, you know, if I know somebody's going to New York, I'm like, you gotta go to the Owl's Tail.
0: How crazy is it? Old, so that's their, friends. is that what they're doing for a living? Or is she doing anything else? Is, did she ever do anything with her music? He, yeah,
1: she was doing, like, for a while. I think she has a CD, actually. Uh, or at least like a single or something. But for a while, she was posting quite a lot of stuff, like concerts and stuff. This might have been quite a few years ago. Um, And then I'm not sure if she's really busy with the bar now, because her and her her hubby own it and operate it. And then he's got another wine bar and maybe another restaurant, too. So good for him. um, Yeah. Yeah. How crazy
0: is it that they got in that industry? I mean, all the time I spent with Steph, I don't know if we really talked about that industry, and then we had both ended up kind of in that industry. Weird. Are
1: you... What do you do? Like, what do you do besides being on this podcast?
0: Well, I'm a consultant of sorts. You know, I've done a lot of operational efficiency expert type stuff. And most recently, I've helped open several restaurants. And
1: That's what
0: Yeah, especially during COVID, which is really, really tough. So people hire me to be kind of the restaurant expert because I know uh, all the South Bay laws and uh, all the just crazy stuff that happens from, you know, the health department stuff to, you know, HR stuff to legal, all that. Um, I just kind of help small businesses and it really kind of started as just a favorite to some people. Next thing you know, uh, someone that knew someone called me up and said, how do you actually like to make a lot of money doing this? And I said, sure, you know, and it just kind of worked out that way.
1: Sweet.
0: That sounds
1: like a good gig. Guys, I think the last time we hang out hung out, you were managing a restaurant or working in a restaurant or something.
0: Yeah. And that was kind of always been my thing. It's like can't remember. opening my own and you know, it's just been a really tricky. I've, Are you still I've... there? Yo yo. All right, we're back on live with Susie Woolhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh still having technical difficulties. I'm still kind no, of using just, very okay. basic technology, and something happened. I think my computer timed out or something. But anyway,
1: yeah, no, you know, I was listening to the podcast the other day with Tebe. Did I say her name right? Tebe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What about it?
1: Yeah, it was just, like, so nice. You guys sounded like you're in a... I mean, this is nice, too, over the phone. But I was like, oh, they're all, like, in person and chit-chatting. Because <laughs> <laughs> you could hear, like, the sounds of the... It sounded like you guys were in a bar or a restaurant or yeah, something. Yeah,
0: exactly. What okay. did you like about that, though? Because uh, there's something about that that this is not the first I've heard. But as a uh, listener, what I did you think- li- enjoy about it?
1: I wonder if it's partially because of like the situation we're in right now and you know I was like oh sounds of sitting down to dine in a restaurant doesn't that sound lovely you know like <laughs> we, we don't have any indoor dining up here uh-huh. and it's like I don't really anyway so you know what I mean like
0: exactly but,
1: but there was it just it was just very real. Wow. You know, like the waitress or waiter came and they're like, hello, like, would you like another drink? And you guys were like, yes, please. And you can hear the sounds. And I think it just felt very real, but not like COVID real, like life real. Wow. That's um, probably
0: one of the better compliments so. we've ever had. That's fantastic. Thanks, Susie. Oh, yeah. Very kind. <laughs> it
1: was yeah, totally.
0: I think do you mean you, it as do. a compliment.
1: <laughs> no, I do. I... <laughs> yeah, I definitely do. It was
0: nice. Yeah, and that's kind of what we're striving for. Just very conversational. And again, this started as just almost like therapy for us and shits and giggles and, you know, a lot of a lot of encouragement from the people that know us. Like, you guys are funny. You guys should just start, you know, recording this shit and putting it out in the ether. And That's kind of how it happened.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And then recently, I think we had so, like 2,200 listeners and I'm thinking, where? Wow. How? Why?
1: <laughs> yeah, I heard you in one of them talking about how some of your listeners were like in Australia or
0: Austria. Yeah, or yeah. Know, like That's so wild. That. I mean, it, it, I'm not saying there are hundreds and hundreds, but there's there's a handful in each um, community to be significant that show up on, uh, you know, the the analytics reports. But yeah, Austria, Australia, United Kingdom. Uh, was that you, maybe? Your dual citizenship? um no canada hey we're just Uh listening to it in canada eh just to be really nice to you guys eh (laughs) they're
1: just checking in on us
0: no but i just you know we don't know i mean we we put up some outlets now and and where you know fans can kind of get a hold of us and you know every once in a while i get like uh some random fan mail for whatever and it'll just say like you guys are funny yeah We listen to you while we're getting stoned, you know? So (laughs) that's cool, whatever helps, you know? So, um, that's
1: awesome. So good job. Good job. Ceramic chicken.
0: Thanks pal. (laughs) (laughs) So back to botany. So what are you doing now for a living? Is that how you're getting by and uh, what's going on? Where are you living? North coast now, I heard
1: no. I, yes, I live on the beautiful scenic Mendocino Coast, right uh, by the Skunk Train. Um,
0: What's the Skunk in Fort Train? Fort Bragg. Oh, Fort the Bragg. The Skunk
1: Train. <laughs> yeah. I'm so naive it's like, to that
0: shit. <laughs> it's,
1: you gotta come up and visit. Bring your fam, fam. Um,
0: is the I heard the herb yeah, is really good up there.
1: I I live in the Emerald Triangle. Yeah. Ah. For sure.
0: There was some Netflix special. I won't get shot for my weed or anything, right?
1: I mean, I don't think anymore. I mean, (laughs) but what, so, well, when I first started working up here, Mm -hmm. it was in my undergrad at San Jose State, and I was field, I was the field assistant to a master's student. And so we were doing field work in this watershed up here and our professor was like we were like okay so what should we watch out for you know bushwhacking through the redwood forest we were like do we need to worry about bears or mountain lions and he was like no you need to worry about um like coming across a grow or a pot farm and this was before it was legal right um we were just like two little you know i was me at 24 or something and she was from wisconsin And so we were pretty, like, innocent and whatever. We were so scared we were going to come across a grow, and we definitely did. You know, a couple times we'd just be like, okay, there's some, you know, black pipes or, you know, the water lines or whatever. We're just going to go the other way. Um, So we never had any, you know, trouble or anything. But anyway, to answer your question, I I don't think you're going to get... No, I don't think that's (laughs) gonna happen. I mean, there's like there's uh, actually some friends I know. They actually run like a like Mendocino cannabis tours or something, and from the bay, I think it's mostly from the East Bay.
0: Yeah, but
1: maybe they go to the South Bay. You can take like a it's almost like one of those wine Napa wine buses. I'll bring you up to Mendocino and take you on farm tours and <laughs> stuff like that
0: Here's the yeah that, it's funny
1: <laughs> yeah because being from Mendocino when I like so I lived I was mostly in France when I was over there so I was trying to learn the language and when I would be chatting with people and they'd say oh what do you do and I'd say well I'm a botanist from Cal, like from Northern California and they would be like oh yes so like the cannabis and I was like no I actually like I don't I don't my work has never had anything to do with cannabis but if you tell somebody you're a botanist from Northern California yeah so many of them were just like yeah right like you work in meat or whatever
0: but oh that I just,
1: <laughs> yeah I could see that it's a nice way of saying <laughs> Sorry that
0: to yeah <laughs> yeah, some like the the, um, the guys that wear scrubs, and they're like, "Oh, what hospital, uh, dude? Dispensary, bro?" You know. Anyways.
1: Oh, do they wear scrubs? Sometimes,
0: sometimes I'm like, really, dude? Like you're in oh. a doctor's office or something like that's different, but oh. well, maybe not I mean, anymore. Is, Nowadays it's medicinal. are
1: medicinal.
0: Yeah. Nowadays it's whatever. Yeah.
1: yeah. So yeah, so no, I'm I'm not working as a botanist right now i was for a while but it sort of um the job went away like for me when covid happened i was actually in the bay for the first 2 months of covid um i like went to visit a friend and then like every like the the shit kind of hit the fan or whatever and i was like oh my god like this is pretty scary can I stay for, like, another week or so? Um, so My parents are down there, and they're kind of older. And uh, she's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, you can stay for a week or two, you know, whatever you need. And, like, two months later, I moved back up here. It was kind of crazy. Um, I totally just forgot what I was talking about, though. Oh, botany. So, yeah, so I was working as as a biologist or a botanist for, like, a consulting firm for a while, And then, or a private, um, wind coastal planning, it's called. So they help folks get development permits. And that was, like, a really awesome company. And my boss and everybody I worked with was amazing. And before that, I worked at an outdoor science school, uh, like, with fifth graders. For, like, did you go to science camp or you know, when you were in elementary school, did you go spend a week in the woods?
0: No, we'd do it for like a day. Banana slugs? I remember seeing banana slugs. Yeah. But it was for like a day or two, not, not a week.
1: Okay. So this one, it was for a week and, um, it was awesome. Like I was there for five years and I got to live in this state park. And, like housing was provided and food was provided so I wasn't paying rent and so then I could like go travel again in the winters and it was just fun you know like singing songs with kids and
0: you were and in your getting
1: them outside
0: yeah you were in your wool house anyway
1: my wool house bad joke what are you I'll <laughs>
0: try to say wheel. make a plan words on wheelhouse you that was your yeah so good so what are you doing yeah. now you're you know you're doing something pretty exciting from what it sounded like uh and, and yeah. as far as helping yeah talk talk about that
1: so I'm uh kind of launching myself as a process coach um which is an alternate it's a self-empowering alternative to therapy and I have been using it for myself for the last three years um, I found I found it when I was like get pretty desperately looking for a therapist and couldn't find one like through you know um, I was on Medi-Cal, and I don't know if that had anything to do with it but I just I just like was not getting the health and support that I wanted and needed, and I wasn't in, like, the best place, and, um, yeah, and a friend was like, oh, well, have you tried this thing called process coaching, and I said no, and and looked it up and started doing it, and it was just, like, really life-changing, um, and so, yeah, I'm just, like, coming up to my... I'm like so almost certified, like I can literally taste my certification. Um <laughs> and and so I'm seeing clients myself and it's it's just been such a such a turnaround. I basically like I uh, three years ago, I wound up in the emergency room like when I just needed to talk to somebody. It was like basically like a panic attack you
0: know um it sucked so oddly enough <laughs> oddly or strangely what? enough uh i had a panic attack the other day um pretty Did bad really? one yeah and uh, i've been suffering from it and i've been kind of uh, not really talking about it quite a bit so uh maybe it's kind of serendipitous that we're talking again about this particular uh Whatever we want to call it. I know. I think we've all lived with it to some degree, some worse than others. Well, uh, yeah,
1: like anxi- anxiety. I mean, ang- I mean, yeah, for me, it was like anxiety and I guess like some depression too was what was going on for me. Um, Are you, uh, yeah.
0: So I the mean, process. Do you want to talk? Yeah, I want to know what the process for. For, you know, for idiots like me that don't know and for some fans, or maybe half a fan that's out there that might not understand, what's processed? Yeah, cartoon? no,
1: well, no, nobody, no, no I, I mean, unless they've, like, gone to the website and checked it out, like, they don't know what it is, because <laughs> it's, like, um, yeah, so it's but, It's very experiential, so it's kind of hard to talk about. It's it's very, like, somatic and in your body. Um, And it's getting in touch with feelings. And not, like, feelings as in, like, I'm sad or I'm angry. But, like, I'm angry and what does that anger feel like? Like, sensation-wise, you know, like, when you, I don't know, I think of, like, when I am trying to hold in tears or something, and I feel like my chest gets all tight, and... Um,
0: so the f- physiology you know, of it.
1: More. I guess, yeah, like, physical physical sensations. Instead of, we're, we're not trying to figure it out in our brain. Like, we've spent so long trying to figure things out from our brains, and like there's so much other stuff going on. I mean like gut feelings, you know, like that stuff is real and it, it has real information for you. Um, so, yeah.
0: that's so that's interesting. Kind of- <laughs> and that's kind of how I felt this pat this recent little episode. My chest was tight. my heart was racing like I drank ten red Bulls. And then all of a sudden, the you know, the, the, the panic, the, the feeling of terror, you know, the feeling of not being able to breathe, all that hit me. And then I realized afterwards, you know, after I kind of got some help and, you know, understood what was going on physically, I felt like I had this epiphany that now I know what that pain was this whole time. I literally thought, is that indigestion? Oh, I must have drank too many Red Bulls. There's right. my heart again. I mean, and then I finally started, had no idea, like that particular feeling part of it was actually from high stress, high anxiety, depression, whatever you want to call it. Um, Right. So that's so intriguing to me that that, and and I can see it being a kind of experiential type thing right now, but uh, it kind of feels right. It It makes sense to me, you know?
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. And yeah, we, in process coaching, we don't want to, we don't want those sensations to go away. Like, we want to come into acceptance um, of it. Because if you try and, you know, make what is, like, make what you're experiencing go away, that's not going to feel good, you know? Um,
0: like, so, do you feel like that? You mean by not go, by go away, you mean suppressing, right?
1: yeah suppressing and um
0: just kind of sweeping it under the rug for a later day but it never really goes away
1: exactly exactly and like I mean when I get you know kind of down and feel like you know sad or depressed it's like the more I think about oh I'm I'm depressed and I'm sad and like, I don't want to, I don't want to be around anybody right now because I don't want them to, you know, I don't want to be a burden or whatever. Like, the worse it feels, you know, because <laughs> then I'm, like, beating myself up for for the way I feel.
0: So That is so interesting, it's, and it's so funny because I think about those people been, that, um, and we didn't know, right? I mean, it, I was on the other end, and it does suck to especially when you're young you don't know, oh hey we're all going out. All right, let's go team whatever. Why doesn't Susie want to go? I don't know. Ugh, she's always right. a party pooper. And then it becomes about them yeah. and their feelings. More so about completely understanding that maybe you were the one that was not wanting to be the party pooper, knowing, you know, kind of how you felt inside. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I I feel like we have, you know, the human the human spectrum of emotions is, like, you know, just as diverse as, like, the ecosystems in California. Sorry yeah. to use that. I mean, that's just the first metaphor that, that comes to me. It's, it's incredibly diverse. Like, we feel angry. We feel sad. We feel, uh, you know, jealous. We feel... Uh, giddy. I don't know. I mean, there's all these different emotions and I feel like there has been this pattern in our, in Western society where like the main emotion that is okay is happiness. And like uh, everything else is often so judged against. You know, especially things like, like sadness and anger and it's like you know, why isn't it okay for us to feel angry when we feel angry or feel sad when we feel sad? Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Absolutely. I think, you uh, know, I I know what you're saying is, but you're talking about like social norms and what's accepted. I think it's gotten a lot better, but yeah, we're nowhere near where we need to be. But, you know, I guess a lot of it depends on, you know, how that anger is expressed too, right? I mean, if you're angry and shouting, we get it. You should be allowed to do that. But unfortunately, a lot of that leads to, you know, all kinds of craziness and we won't get into that right now, but maybe on a, ne- a different uh, uh, topic, but yeah. you know, there is a slew of emotions. So I guess my question is as far as the process coaching, where do you come into play? Let's say I'm having difficulty just getting along with people and I feel introverted or I feel really sad and scared during this time of COVID, especially where do you come in? How, how do you help me as your consumer?
1: yeah, so like if somebody wanted to work with a process coach as a client or me in particular yeah, so it's uh, we would set up a session and the sessions are an hour and a half um, over the phone or Zoom and it's very will-driven so it's like what the client wants that day, like what's up for them that day, what they want to work on. You know, they're feeling sad and lonely because of COVID and they they want some shift in those emotions. And so we would do um, some experiential exercises um, to get in touch with like what's below that As far as sensations in the body, we're going to work with sensations in the body and bringing them love. Like, it's all about the love. And I'm not talking about like Instagram love, but like, like real, it's like this love that like, maybe we've never, you know, never even felt or never known how to feel or, or, you know, um... It's, and again, it is like, it is so hard to talk about this work because it's such an experience. I was chatting with my main mentor today who, you know, she's been doing this stuff for over 20 years. And, you know, she definitely, like, because I was all nervous. I was like, I'm going to be on a podcast. And, um she definitely gave me some tips, but, but it's pretty hard to, to explain. I would, de- I'm, you know, I'm just starting out. So I would absolutely like give anybody, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know if I can give 2000 people a free sample session, but like if anybody, like if this work sounds interesting to people and they want to check it out, um, I would definitely do, you know, like, some sort of free sample session. And there's a website, you know, processcoaching.org. And you can actually go on there and get, like, free sample sessions and stuff. And we could even, if you want right now, Mikey, we could do, uh, like, we could have an experience.
0: Well, that's what together. I was going to ask. If is you Could want. you give us a, you know, a small sample of what you would provide when you're so a client's?
1: It would be with you. Okay. Like, you would you would experience it. Do you want to do that? Sure. Okay. So, do you want to use, like, you just said that you, you had a panic attack last week. Yes. Do you want to use that? Does that feel like what's kind of up for you right now?
0: Sure. Let's do that one.
1: Okay. Okay. So, are you sitting down? Yes. Okay. So just kind of like, is your back supported?
0: Uh, pretty much. I'm in the exec chair.
1: Okay. <laughs> nice. Are your feet, uh, can you have your feet flat on the ground? Yes. Okay. So just go ahead and kind of drop down, like bring your attention downwards in your body, like to kind of your core, your chest, and below. Like, feel your feet touching the ground, touching the earth. Feel yourself being supported by the chair. And when you think about the panic attack you just had you said that the energy was kind of centered in your heart and chest is in chest okay is that still where it, it feel you feel it right now when you like think back on that experience yes and can you describe the sensation was it tight loose warm cool still moving sharp dull
0: very tight uh, rapid heartbeat. Like someone's squeezing my chest. Like uh, wrapping my skin like they're tightening it. Like it's a shirt being rang out for its water.
1: Okay. So that, to me, does not sound comfortable. Am I right? It's not. It, do- it doesn't sound like it feels good. It doesn't. Okay. So we're going to try... Um, this process is called judgment release generally if something doesn't feel good sensation wise in our bodies there's often a judgment like stuck in there that we've held um, against it Um, so just like feeling it feeling that tight fast moving heartbeat in your chest, uh, finish this sentence. I am bad because... Just trusting your intuition.
0: I am bad because or I am mad?
1: I am bad.
0: I am bad because I'm letting my guilt overcome me. Okay.
1: So that is a judgment. Do you want to release it? I'm going to take you through how to release it.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: I am bad because I'm letting my guilt overcome me. Okay. So just like feel... Stay connected with that sensation in your heart, in your chest. And repeat after me. I release the judgment that I'm bad.
0: I release the judgment that I'm bad.
1: For letting my guilt overcome me.
0: For letting my guilt overcome me.
1: And I release the judgment that letting my guilt overcome me...
0: And I release the judgment that letting my guilt overcome me...
1: Is bad or wrong?
0: Is bad or wrong?
1: And then... just take a second and just notice if anything's shifted sensation-wise in your heart.
0: I feel it more present. But in, you uh, you fe- in a more controlled way, if that makes sense, I'm familiar with it.
1: Mm-hmm. But what what are this then? Is it still?
0: Tight? It's less tightness now. Tight. The, the tightness is lifted.
1: Okay. Is there a temperature? Warm, cool. Um, is it still or moving? Cool. Okay.
0: Not really moving. So
1: that. Okay. Um that, does that feel, is it, like, is there something about it that feels good and, and lovable? Yes. Okay, so go ahead and just imagine that feeling, like, just if it had, if you had an image of it, just imagine it and just feel it and just beam your love at it. Like you're loving, you know, one of your babies, just love it, welcome it, and thank it for being here with you and let me know when that feels good or complete or whatever.
0: It feels complete
1: cool so then just like you know if your eyes were closed open them and
0: they were closed Um, i opened them up uh, a little while ago
1: oh cool so yeah so that is judgment release and i do it like every day (laughs) that's (laughs) cool you can that's very you can do it a lot yeah yeah it's it's, very interesting and cool
0: i mean for starters, I, did you say love it like one of your babies? <laughs> like one of well, I mean, my babies? <laughs> wait,
1: I don't know. I'm sorry. We're we're not. know i am sorry we are we are
0: not do you just have one kid? No, it's funny. No, I got like twenty. No, that's why I was just funny because it was just like, what? A, it's all jest. Why? In jest. I don't know. Well, but the point is, men, I had to. I yeah. Sorry for wait, the brevity, my, but the the kids. subject matter is really cool. That was pretty cool. No,
1: yes. And I also just want to say this, I have never done this. Well, I've done it in front of people, like, like, but groups of process people. Like, it's like, I've never led someone through judgment release on a podcast. You know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty intimate thing, like, like yeah. Helping people connect to their feelings and and their sensations that maybe they didn't even know, yeah, were there. You know what I mean? And so,
0: absolutely. But you know, you sharing this, um, I think, gives people a lot of like uh, openness and willingness to share now. So I think it's good that you got it out there. But the good news is we only have two listeners. It's probably going to be just me and you after this. So, uh, <laughs> no, I appreciate you you sharing that with us. That's awesome. Yeah. So,
1: I no,
0: mean, I, I, I told... No, go ahead. I, I was just wondering how the that? network works and how, you know, how you can continue to, like... It's not a cult, right? It's not like Dianetics or Scientology or anything. Her, uh,
1: no, it is, it is definitely not a cult. I actually got really pissed off at this guy the other day. I didn't realize he was totally joking, but... Um, Yeah, some guy the other day was like, oh, is it a sex cult? And I was like, dude, you're you're like... I mean, this work is like... Dude, Mikey, I was like in the hospital with a panic attack. And like... You you know, I mean, you... It's like completely turned my life around and and probably saved my life, to be honest.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, you know... Anyway, so I was just like... pissed at this guy. It was like it was not the right um,
0: So what did you say to him? Just curious. What did you say to him?
1: I well it was actually an email exchange and I just wrote back no it's not. And then he like made some joke about botany or something. I think he's clearly like a kind of I mean he's a joke. I mean you know like I, I just get um I sometimes have had the tendency to like jump and take things very personally where he was clearly just trying to like you know make a joke or whatever. But um but I mean this this work is you know it's very serious to me. Or not like serious, but like it's really near and dear to my heart, you know.
0: So it's serious. Um, it's okay.
1: Yeah. So and it's it's like um It's really, it's super community-based, you know? So, like, when I work with a client, after we have a session, and in between sessions, like, check-ins are free and encouraged. And so my main mentor and trainer that I've worked with, you know, I mean, I've checked in with her at least a couple times a week over every week over the past three years, you know, and it's even just, like, 10 minutes, um, but it's really different than what I know of therapy, like, you know, my understanding of therapy is it's, like, you go, and you see the person, and then, actually, I don't know if that's always true, because I think someone was telling me recently that, like, they get to Email with their therapist in between, but but this work is you're you're learning to be your own healer and be your own therapist. Basically, it's very self empowering. Um, there's like a whole manual, you know, and it and so like people could actually take themselves through the work just with the manual, like not even having to have a coach. But it's much better with a coach. Um, so. Anyway,
0: so this is—I mean, obviously, uh, you're you're in it for deeper and bigger reasons than obviously monetary. But you know, what what if somebody's interested? How do they? And we'll we'll get all your information at the end. But you know, is it expensive? Is it cost-wise? They're like, well, I don't have a lot of money, Susie. Like, I mean, how does that work?
1: Yeah. So my. Sessions are ninety-five for an hour and a half session, um, and then again, it's like the check-ins are free. So, and it's it's really self. It can be very self-guided. Um, so, is it expensive? Like, I don't know. I mean, I recently looked up a therapist, and it was like you know 200 or something for like an hour so I don't know there's also courses you can so I did what the practitioner course and then I did the coach training um so it I don't know like it depends um I would never want if somebody reached out to me um I would never and they like clearly like this work was calling to them and they really wanted to do it and I was too expensive I would want to make it work you know some sort of trade or something
0: and you're not claiming to, I, and I just got to be, you know, the, the, be the little naysayer here for a second. You're not claiming to be a uh-huh. doctor. What if you fuck with someone's head and they no. end up harming themselves? What if blah, blah, blah? I,
1: right. I'm not a doctor. This work is, yeah, I'm not a doctor. I mean, I didn't study this stuff in school. Um, I've been training in it for the past three years and the coach training for the past Um, a little over a year. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's self-empowering. So, you know, I would never push a client, like if I could sense something in a client that they couldn't sense in themselves and they weren't wanting to go there, we don't go there. It's, it's very self-paced and very self. I, it, it, sounds, not like, it sounds
0: pretty cool. So if I went to their website and I'm just thinking from a uh-huh. practical standpoint and I'm just having a real shitty day, is it literally like, can I go in and select what I need and click on it and order it? Or how's it? It's not that simple. I have to schedule an appointment. Um, what if I'm just like feeling really anxious one day and I just need to talk to somebody? How's that work?
1: Um, well, it's not like. Yeah, you would you would go to their website and it would have, you know, it would say like there's one bar that says, find a coach, and you would go and it has like everybody's face, doesn't have my face yet, but it will, um, and oh, so the you liability. would contact the coach.
0: I'm sorry, I'm thinking, you know, business mic, my brain's all over, right now I'm business mic. From yeah. a liability standpoint, no. I click on it, I know exactly what I'm getting, and by accepting the terms and conditions, you know, I'm sure there's some kind of legalese down there that kind of protects you from someone saying, you know, you screwed up Mike, even more, and now ceramic chickens and ceramic dogs, and it's so stupid, it doesn't make sense, and we've lost (laughs) millions. Um,
1: I I think, like, I don't know, you're definitely thinking about it from, I mean, you you clearly are a much more business-minded person than I am.
0: Okay, but I'm, now I'm switching to spiritual mic. How okay. fantastic is that, that you can reach out to somebody and be able to connect, especially now more than ever in the time of COVID? Oh my COVID.
1: God. Yes.
0: How amazing is that, it, that there's people that out there that don't know and are feeling scared and alone and don't know what it is and they don't want to you know. I Googled hypertension. It's not working they, they need that human connection. And I hate to say it rather than trying to be organic and reach out by in a way paying for your session, that's paying for your time, obviously, so that you can kind of, you know, hopefully make a living and stay afloat. But more importantly, that kind of secures my time with you. So that, that I'm more willing to say, Hey, because I paid for this, I'm, I'm going to tell you, and it's motivation for me to tell you because I'm paying for this time. Does that make sense? And I'm kind of like willing to share with you, and I've been wanting help. So they are—they're almost more yeah. willing to accept it than a friend saying, "I'm here for you. You know, you can call me anytime, right?" You know what I mean? Right. It's like, right. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. But you know, and there's something like subconsciously, like if I—but if I pay for that service, I know that a, it's got to be 150% confidential. That's already a given. I know that. But, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like by paying for it, it's more like. Okay with the consumer in a way. But, but I don't know, maybe it's not the full therapy, but at least it's on the right track and the momentum is good at least, right?
1: Right. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not talk therapy. You know what I mean? Like we're, I mean, like it can be, you know, whatever people want it to be, but it's, you know, I'm definitely going to be asking them what they feel. (laughs) <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. It's more like,
0: towards the physical um, aspects.
1: Yeah, yeah, the somatic and sensation-wise. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's wholeness work and. um Good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like it. Is Thanks that, for letting
1: me talk. It's it's good to practice. Like it is hard to explain that stuff. Cause, yeah, that's okay. Cause Again, nobody expects like,
0: perfection either. You know, so.
1: Right. But I feel like you got it a lot more when we just, like, did Judgment release together. You know
0: what I'm saying? Yeah. This is all, like, new to me, too. So I'm definitely going to study it more and look into it. Because all kinds of philosophies and religion, spirituality, you know, I've always absorbed that ever since I was a kid. So Mm -hmm. it's fantastic. So what's next for Susie? I mean, you're up in near Fort Bragg. I know there's some good breweries up there, right? Are you just kind of living with... There are good breweries with living with the trees and roommates and the banana slugs and then
1: I have yeah I, I live um I actually have it's kind of my own flat it's like the top floor of somebody's house oh, so cool. I have like my own space um but it's like you know it's kind of rust well is it rustic I mean my kitchen's like partially outdoors and it's not like a real kitchen I have like a hot plate sort of thing um which like whenever i tell people that they're like oh my gosh it sounds so rustic and then they come here and they're like oh this is this is so nice. <laughs> yeah, <You are> coming. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I, I live up here and in addition to the process coaching stuff i also, I mean i i also do like nature guiding um and i teach music to kids.
0: That's fantastic. So that's very fun.
1: So, yeah but yeah i oh
0: go ahead no i was gonna say you're a little lazy but that, that's great i mean what do you enjoy most i mean obviously <laughs> yeah. a little bit of everything right you just you seem like you're in your element though because i don't want to oh, say totally and, and i don't mean like you know i don't even know if you would take offense the tree hugger analogies right oh the environmentalists, and you know i'm definitely
1: a tree hugger yeah don't take offense, is that even an offensive I wear, term i don't know proudly. like being a tree hugger is not a bad thing know. is it I mean, if it is, then like that's your problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, what what's the area? I mean, do you get a lot of business being able to teach the kids? Did you say you specialize in teaching kids, or well, just- not.
1: No, not during COVID. I mean, everything's been all weird.
0: Did you just
1: call me lazy a minute ago, by the way? No. <laughs> yeah, everything's been all weird.
0: Hey, both I mean, our brains can't weird. work the same way. You can't, like, yeah. my little my little quips shouldn't be time-released. <laughs> They're not time-released, but like an hour <laughs> later, you're like, did that son of a bitch call me fat? You know, anyway. <laughs> little time you call me in the middle of night mikey um can you please not hear that podcast i I, i'm having a panic attack i don't want to do it and i don't mean to make fun because yeah but i don't want to hear like anyway there's no editing here susie so you better like be careful don't go in here when you asked me when you
1: asked me to do this podcast you were like don't worry if you mess up i'll delete it no and then you said, "I promise, I cross my heart and hope to die." Yeah. To poke a needle in my eye. Yeah,
0: but my fingers were
1: crossed. <laughs> you son of a.
0: <laughs> no, I don't. Anyway. I don't know. I honestly don't. Lately, I've been so lazy. I post it. I go, no one's gonna listen to it. And then, like, one night it's like five, and one night it's forty-four. I'm like, forty-four people listen to this? It just trips me Wait, out. is
1: it... So, is it live right
0: now? No. Like, people can... No, we could. I mean, James wants to go into, like... Uh, he wants to really kind of spend a lot more energy to this. And I'm, like, willing to do so if we actually could find the syncing schedules. But, um, yeah. No, it's just, you know, we play it and then we... Yeah, you know, that part sucks. Listeners don't want to hear us giggling for an hour or whatever. And then sometimes they do. So, it's weird. But a lot of people I talk to... Uh, just say the same thing that you said earlier. Just they feel very like human to human contact. It's like hanging out with some friends, and oh, like you yeah. said, you know, you hear the cackling of silverware, and you know, me eating a cheesecake or something with my coffee. Do you want you know? me to
1: cackle? I'm gonna cackle some. I'm just moving some silverware just for
0: <laughs> just so you know I'm real, Mike. Look, okay. Got- <laughs>
1: hey, hey man, I'm in my kitchen.
0: Yeah, I got, like, a real kitchen. kitchen. Those weren't servants, bro. <laughs> I know, everyone's like... Oh, my God. I gosh. wonder if people have, that's like, oh, she's just some rich girl that's just trying to, like, defy mom and dad by becoming a hippie <laughs> and going to live in the jungle. <laughs> it's not really a jungle. It's Northern California, which is, like, heaven. Anyways.
1: I am not I am not a rich girl. Dude, I... So I anyway. I'm just really good at getting stuff for free, like plane tickets to Europe and I haven't bought clothes in like forever. I just well wait, 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 that's a lie. That's so lie. you're dressing
0: like your junior year in twenty twenty. No you're saying.
1: that's not what I'm saying. I shop at the thrift shop, which is like everybody should be doing that because like
0: I don't do that anymore and that's a whole nother podcast. Because I know how that th- those <laughs> thrift shops work and I know where the money goes. So that's... It, oh
1: my God. Wait, actually, I heard... It maddens me. ...where you guys were talking about Hope services and goodwill and stuff.
0: Yeah, it maddens me yeah. how much these CEOs and directors are trying to take when you have cashiers making minimum wage. It's just ridiculous. Right. They'll help one or two people, market those one one or two people, but then... The majority of their systems are broken. Um, Now they're using COVID as a guise as to why they can't get out to the community. It's just a big sham. So the bigger connections are... To me, the bigger charity work, not even charity work, human to human connection work are the things like you're doing. You know, the momentum. Mm -hmm. People need that. Even me, as big and tough as I might sound or be, uh, I'm telling you, I need that you know i need that type of stuff in my life to help me heal whether it's a podcast on teaching me how to breathe or a good book i'm reading that mm-hmm. you know helps me center my thoughts and and not blame myself for everything to you know inspirational things like reading you know the Dal- dalai lama story or a good uh, barack obama's new book all that stuff mm-hmm. it kind of for me is like fuel for my soul but that that's the therapy and charity for me all the like community thrift stuff anyways I went off on a tangent, but back to you shopping at thrift stores.
1: I feel your tangent, and my tangent about thrift stores is just that I don't... I try not to buy things new, is my thing, because I just feel like...
0: It loses 30% the minute you drive it off the lot.
1: I mean, like, when I go visit my parents in... Cupertino and mm-hmm. when I was living in Berkeley uh during COVID, I just could not believe like the stuff that people put out on their front porches that just say like free. It's like brand new
0: first stuff. of all it didn't say like, free. You stole my shit, didn't you? It's called Amazon <laughs> it said Amazon, Susie. Okay? No it, it said Amazon I mean, Prime I and Amazon I needed that box. package before you stole it off my porch. Anyways, tangent, sorry, go ahead. I did
1: not steal your, I did not, anyway.
0: <laughs> so you're package stealer like is anything. what you're saying. Amazing what <laughs> is free. <laughs> what do you mean, what's free? Amazon, it's French for free. <laughs> <laughs> the smiley face tells you, run to the right.
1: You, you can take this, this <laughs> is okay. Take
0: this and we're still going to be happy. Look, you are still smiling <laughs> as you run down the street with this package. <laughs> sorry. Oh my god so back to you stealing packages so just
1: you know uh i just don't like to buy new stuff got it that's it that's it it's like you know
0: so I mean, it's funny so, so you're getting free stuff. stuff but like it's not like you're running around being you know floozy <laughs> not. it's not like no I'm not, no it's not like the the girls in hollywood that get stuff for free for other reasons you get it for free because you're just a nice person and people are like you know what? She deserves to go to Europe. I'm gonna buy your freaking plane ticket.
1: You know well, what? I mean, no, there aren't like there aren't like random people buying me tickets to Europe. I just like, you know, I went three times as the assistant for that for the San Jose State class, which, by the way, was like the sweetest class ever. It was called the Cuisine and Culture of France. Whoa! So like, yeah. So was,
0: and that like, went towards so... botany.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> it was actually, it was cross-listed with like paleo biology or something. Have you heard about those caves in France with, the, with like the super prehistoric cave paintings and stuff?
0: I saw a news blurb on it and isn't Netflix yeah. going to do a special? I get my news Probably. off Netflix, by the way, in case you haven't figured that out. But yeah, go ahead. So with the caves yeah. in France...
1: They're pretty cool, and they're like these ancient, you know, uh, is it Cro-Magnon, like pre-pre yeah, man cave paintings. Um, so like, we went and checked those out too. Like still but preserved. No, the only reason wh- what they're, yeah, still, they're preserved? still preserved. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The only reason why I got that gig, the assistant gig, was they were like, we need like a professor contacted me and she was like these two professors are looking for somebody who's over 25 because of like the rental cars or whatever is pleasant to be around and can drive stick shift. Like those were the requirements and like, you know.
0: You were like me. me. And
1: and also the reason why she contacted me was she was like, I know you're like obsessed with France and trying to get over there and eat cheese and stuff. So, that's what I, you know, and eat, like... I know mean, they got so many weird, like, meats. Like, pig's ear, sausage was one of the weirdest ones I ate, but... I, I never had loved, the
0: desire to eat pig's ear. Friends. Have you had pig's ear?
1: No. Well, I had this sausage once, and it was, like, somebody... Told, I'm not, like, a huge meat eater either, to be honest. But, yeah, that like, my buddy... Pascal, he told me afterwards, he was like, that is, well, I think he told me before, but he was speaking French, and I didn't know, I didn't know what pig's ear was, but, um, no, I haven't had, like, are there cultures where they eat, like, just the ear?
0: I guess. On its own? I see it at PetSmart all the time.
1: Well, that's, like, for dogs, Mikey. (laughs)
0: What's the difference? Pig's ear is pig's ear. I'm not gonna start chewing <laughs> on it. Is there more <laughs> tender pig's ear? Or I just I don't, I don't know. I don't <laughs> want to eat <laughs> these pig's ear is from Monday, but this <laughs> pig's ear is from Wednesday. It no.
1: is very tender. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ten cents more. For what? <laughs>
1: oh my goodness
0: we have fans in France so there's one French guy giggling oh, right now
1: yeah they're, they're talking about you Pierre. or or he's like
0: stupid he's America like this. <laughs> 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 these guys are so stupid they're funny, <laughs> do, you so really stupid have, funny. do you
1: really have a list do you really have a listener in France yeah oh,
0: at least two cool. if you do the math <laughs> It's. It says one percent of your listeners are listening from France. So if we have twenty-two hundred. Oh yeah, I don't want to do the math. And then you know what? There's I one thing I'm very proud of, though, Susie. You'd you'd appreciate this. My goal uh-huh. was to hit. My goal was to hit ten uh, percent female fan base. Because we were. Uh huh. We were. I mean, go figure. You've heard our shit, right? Guy humor. And uh, one right. thing I told James is we need to we need to be more diverse. So our goal was to get at least ten percent. I we're not there yet, but I can uh, very proud of the fact that the newest data shows we have a seven percent now female fan base. And I don't know if that's because cool. you joined and all of a sudden like we shot up, but we were like at five, six percent and then um, because you represent like ten women, maybe that's shot up. But I don't know. Public school I math... represent ten women. <laughs> the strength of ten I don't women. D did, did that motherfucker call me fat again? No, I meant the strength and power of ten more women. Sorry, you gotta fill in the Oh, box. schizophrenia. Remember?
1: Oh, thank you. But yeah.
0: Anyways, people are starting That's to cool. ask like what we're doing and if we should take it more seriously. But it is what it is.
1: Take your podcast more seriously.
0: Yeah, but we're like, fuck you. Did have you ever sworn? <laughs> you want to swear on the podcast? Go ahead.
1: I said shit
0: earlier. But...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did. Fucking
0: four-year-old say shit. Say fuck. Fucking balls. Wow. I, I knew you had it in you. I don't you. know. No, I definitely
1: swear, Mikey. Dude, so like you made this... Your comment was out of left field. Are you talking about like me writing you... Because you like commented on some Facebook post I had.
0: What I said? And
1: say? I was like... Yeah, I think it was I was really excited they were celebrating in the Castro when Biden won. And I was like really excited and I like had a post about it and you said you were like, those fuckers really know how to party or something.
0: <laughs> they do. And no no. Had... You see, no You see you view do... fuckers as a swear word. I view it as a term of endearment.
1: I know you do. I know you do, and I I thought about that afterwards.
0: They those like, fuckers oh. know how to party. That I because I've partied with them, Susie. So that's a reference oh, to know. many nights of partying in the Castro, and you know me sneaking into the fucking tiny little gay karaoke bar, thinking I can fucking hold my own. Hell no, those motherfuckers <laughs> sing like fucking Broadway opera singers, and I'm like sitting there fucking trying to you know sing whatever fifties music, doo wop music. Yeah, and it was blown away. But some of the best parties we had were with the fucking, uh, our friends in the cast show and the fucking Rainbow Room and uh, The mm-hmm. Vault and all those crazy little places. But
1: um, Did you ever go, did you, were you, were we friends when I was like obsessed with Rent the musical yeah. and going to see it Hello. Like, every weekend? Hello. A, did you, did you come with me? Did we go see it together? You wouldn't even,
0: you, I'm sure we had, but you wouldn't believe me if I told you I got you into Rent because I gave you the tape.
1: Did you really?
0: Yes, and then next oh thing you know, you were God. like singing it. You were like fourteen. You were like thirteen or fourteen when we met.
1: I was. I did not know you when I was thirteen or fourteen. Okay, and maybe it was fourteen 15 or F- you were definitely
0: Oz? fourteen or fifteen because you were like.
1: What play was it in?
0: It was, was Wizard it of Oz. Oz.
1: Yeah. I was not fifteen when you were in the Wizard. Yeah, of Yeah, because
0: you weren't. You weren't driving, and Steph had Stinkles had to drive you everywhere,
1: dude. No, my my parents didn't let me get my license till I was 18, because that's how old you can get your license when you're in England.
0: So they were like, "Can you sound like your mom? So I, <laughs> you're not going to get your fucking license."
1: No, no, love me mom's from me mom from Santa Cruz. My mom's a Santa Cruz.
0: Oh, sister. so you're more my like your mom today, it. but your dad's very proper.
1: <laughs> he's not really proper actually he's from northern England
0: is northern is like, like the cockney side
1: I know that's like part of London Northern England like it's definitely like more rough and rugged
0: what does that mean
1: I don't know I I feel like I'm gonna like
0: like Timothy Dalton
1: oh <laughs> uh, I don't even know who that is I mean I do not know that who he's that one is, of the but bonds but yeah he
0: didn't last very long
1: oh yeah. I don't know. He's from Yorkshire. If your listeners know anything about the culture of Eng- England, he's a Yorkshire lad. Um, what does oh, that mean? Like, cheerio. Drinkers. They're shandy drinkers. They drink, like, beer mixed with lemonade or something. That's not That's not really very tough, though.
0: Gotcha. <laughs>
1: anyway. I got to study no, that. They, the like, they, they go like, you're all Oh. Go down to the eh? go down to the chippet, Right. get some fish and chips,
0: and That's probably where they got the governor. That's right, governor! Right?
1: <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Cheerio! Wish, you know, my brother, did you know my little brother? He's not that little, he's a year and I now.
0: remember when you lived right by a hide, and yeah, you had a fence for a front yard, and you'd have to hop the fence. Get in the house. No, your brother was around. I met him a few times. I remember him. I
1: used to hop the fence.
0: No, I just talking up my
1: ass. <laughs> yeah, because you
0: know South hey, like, Compton you know, and all. Anyway,
1: is that where you're from?
0: That's you're where not, your you went house
1: went was. To, we went to the same.
0: House. <laughs> you're like what, we motherfucker? Cupertino. You grew up in Cupertino. Cupertino. <laughs> no, South Central, no. motherfucker. I grew up in South Central, Susie. What you playing? Anyway.
1: South so, Central Cupertino. Yeah. It
0: was a roughneck neighborhood. in Cupertino? That was before, like, the Chinese pushed all the white people out. And then the Indians came. No, sorry, we can't do accents. Yeah. It's highly offensive to accents. But go ahead.
1: I, yeah, I definitely feel like, I don't know.
0: You walk around, they're like, know. what the hell is she doing here?
1: <laughs> Wait, me in Cupertino now?
0: Yeah. No, there's white people in Cupertino still.
1: Yeah. Sorry, but it, it has <clears throat> has changed a lot for sure. I mean, the freaking new Apple campus. Oh my god! So that new Apple campus went in like when I was in Europe. And do you know the Duke of Edinburgh on Wolf? Yeah. You know that pub? Yeah, I've so been there. That was like my, yeah. Like, so I used to like ride my bike there from my parents because I was living with my parents. I moved back in with them for grad school. And then when I came back to, from Europe, I didn't have any money, obviously. And so I like moved back in with them for maybe like four months or something. And um, so I get back from Europe and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to my favorite British pub. And I go to like ride my bike there and the road. Didn't even exist anymore it was just like boom there's a big Apple campus it was pretty crazy
0: yeah isn't it though it's the year you've seen the aerial views only right
1: yeah I, wa- I recently watched like a YouTube like 15 minute tour of it or something
0: yeah it's super not high security and stuff that's crazy because that's, that's the whole area we grew up in and now all of a sudden that's like the world capital. In a way, yeah. (laughs) Tech capital, anyway. So.
1: Yeah, it's not crazy. So
0: what's next for Susie? Where would you want to see? Where do you want to be in ten years, or is it five years?
1: Uh, I don't know. That's like way too far in the future, man. I live in the moment, yo.
0: And the moment being this (laughs) week or this exact moment
1: that you had to plan
0: for a week. I'm just kidding.
1: You mean this podcast? <laughs> I was so, I was so, I was like, oh my gosh. I was so excited. But you know what, Mikey, when you said, because you commented on one of my posts or something, and you're like, we should get you on the podcast. Right. And I was so excited. Like, I was just like, I was so excited. Why? I didn't even, I hadn't listened to Ceramic Chickens yet. Did you say why? Yeah,
0: why? I'm just curious.
1: I don't know, because I just, I was like, Mikey has a podcast, like, it must be cool. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and I've never been on a podcast, I don't know, it just sounded fun and exotic, exotic, and so, so I was like, so
0: Well, you'd be perfect for it, because everything you post is something about botany, or singing, or all those things that you talk about that you love doing, so I'm like, what an interesting person, and that's all we want to do, is talk Aww. to interesting people, so.
1: Aw, thanks. But, um, yeah, I was... Oh, no, what I was going to say is then I thought... I was like, oh, man, he's just pulling my leg. Because it's you. But So I was really glad that you weren't pulling my leg. Would
0: I run around pulling people's <laughs> legs and wink at them or something, or what?
1: You kind of do. I mean, you. Like, really? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, well, I haven't hung out with you since I was, like, 18. But when I was 18, I remember you... You, you used to, like, play lots of jokes and stuff.
0: Yeah. Maybe I thought it uh, was but funny. That was
1: a long time ago. You, you Maybe I thought it was funny man. back
0: then. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> fucking were, serious you were,
1: now. you are always doing it. What's you that? You doing it out of love. Oh, yeah. You, you were, you're never doing it to be, like, mean. I never felt like, Mikey's
0: such a jerk! You know. Except that one time, Mikey's such a jerk! Except Curses him! Except that one time, why do you turn in why is the 18 year old version of you an old lady by voice I don't know. shouldn't you didn't you sound more like this oh no back in 18 you had like what's up dude and we we're like hi <laughs> same laugh though <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh it's very good very unique loud
1: laugh. thank you thank you thank you very much <laughs> um, where do Where do I, you were asking me where I see myself in 10 years I don't know good I don't have I don't know that. I'm not like nobody a career knows. lady I've like changed my career like five times now so <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm gonna be yeah doing nobody nobody
0: I know does that
1: yeah Everybody just picks one career. They go to college when they're 18 and they get a degree and then they use that degree immediately after college.
0: I think it's different now though. And business. I was being facetious no, because it, I think it's different now. It
1: it definitely is. And by the VT Dubs, you don't even have to go to college like there's so much pressure about like college and it's like why?
0: Especially you know now. Saying?
1: yeah
0: something to be said about it right i mean it's, if that was something that you had set your goals on i understand all that and you know it meant something and it was significant symbolically whatever but from a practical standpoint i i never look at a resume and go let's start with the education wow harvard you know um uh, not really <laughs> i really I, I before i even look at a resume i might scan it to get the name see where they're from you know um but really, the human to human is what I really look for. You know, that's really what it yeah, comes down to. And if you, have, if you don't have that, you know, you hire the people you want to work... Obviously, if you're about the right things and you're surrounding yourself with love, light, and all that good stuff, then why wouldn't you want to hire the right people? You know what I mean? But um, everybody's got to especially now i think a lot of people are finding themselves everybody's got a special talent everybody's got a voice everybody's got a mission that's why mm-hmm. i always you know tell james nothing we're doing is special mm-hmm. anybody can have a podcast right anybody can have a website or whatever or be an uh, what do they call them an influencer but right what's real what's going to be you know relevant moving forward it's ever shifting and then the lockdown. Uh, um, I, I think you guys are on lockdown up there too. But everything's being kind of like the govern, the govern, uh, the government's kind of really pushing kind of their noose around us a little bit, right? With the uh, curfews now and things like that. So oh, like t- you guys have curfews down there? Yeah. Right? Well, starting tomorrow night, oh, it's ten o'clock. But Shit. but then you have law enforcement basically saying, "Well, we're not going to enforce it. What are we going to? You know, we're going to stop people because they're out past ten. You know." Uh, right. But that mandate, you know, the, the the sad part, I don't know if it's sad, but, you know, most people are actually going to listen to it and go, well, I'm not going out. Why would I be out? What if you get arrested? Don't go out there. You're going to get arrested, you know? Right. Um,
1: I think, for me, the main thing that's, like, I don't know, like, upsetting or whatever about, well, one of the things, I mean, there's a lot of upsetting things about COVID and our current situation, but... The, the fact that, like, people are, like, literally scared to go, like, outside of, the, like, into the freaking sunshine, you know what I mean? And it's like, dude, you need that vitamin D, like, literally. And, like, we need nature. Like, we need to have a connection to nature, even if it's just, like, seeing the clouds or, like, going for a walk or whatever. And
0: well in the beginning a lot of people like, when we didn't know what this was because that was even more of the fear factor even i was like these visualizing COVID germs flying around through the air and they are dodging them somehow right. you know and what if i you go know. outside and one's floating through the universe and at least in my home i know that i'm a little more safe and uh, what if somebody sneezed and that COVID germ f- flew seven miles to get into my mouth like literally people think like that that have i think right. what we have or what the universe seems to have nowadays, um, it's kind of the fear of the unknown, I guess. Do you get a lot of those patients? Right.
1: Do I get a lot of people that are...
0: And I shouldn't call them patients, sorry.
1: Right, yeah, they're definitely, like, cl- the clients. But I, I mean, uh, like, there's definitely a lot of fe- fear in, like, our, you know, collective like I don't know energy field if you will like all the people all the people in the world right now there's just fear is such a a present thing I, I would I definitely like yeah I've I have had clients that have have been dealing with fear for sure I haven't had a ton of clients yet so anyway but, I mean, yeah, like, there's a lot of scared people out there. And I feel like this this whole COVID thing, it's like, it, it's a bad, you know, it's a disease and it can kill you. And then it's having so many, you know, uh, effects on people's psyches, too, and, you know, our mental health and
0: so. Do you feel the media <sighs> kind of stifle some of the truth? Because... Yeah, it can kill you. All right. Nobody's saying it can't. Nobody's saying it won't. Mm-hmm. You know. Nobody's saying that they're impervious. Uh, I don't think, except maybe the Republicans. <laughs> yeah. <Right>. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but. But I mean, it's it's a real thing. But you know, when the media doesn't also tell you, there's a lot of people that got COVID already that are actually getting. They're okay. It's a bad flu. Right. It sucks. But there's a lot of survivors that are, you know. It's like you, they got sick. You know, they did something stupid and they got sick. I mean, are we saying wear a mask? Of course. You know, we're not saying don't wear a mask, right. you're impervious. But do you think the media kind of, obviously they're going to show the the data of the people dying, but what about the people living? Do you think it's fair right. that, in no, that I, regard? D-
1: no, I definitely feel like the media, like, they, that it's always been that way, that they show the the worst,
0: you know? Do you personally feel it's this don't bad? think? Yeah, absolutely. Because what you know, the showing great things doesn't sell. You know, it doesn't sell advertising and doesn't get viewership.
1: Right. Unless we yeah, make a I cultural mean, shift. Honest, right. Like I, I'm not the best person to ask about the media because I don't have like a TV or anything, and like I don't, I purposely don't look at like mainstream, mainstream stuff. You're so, talking I about totally porn? Look at the news that much lately. I just I just focus on porn. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Damn you, right when I was drinking the whiskey. <laughs> I can't afford to spit on this equipment. That's all I have. I wasn't sure.
1: I wasn't sure if you said what I
0: thought you said. No, no I, I snuck it I in there. You just made it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta make this show just a little bit entertaining. I, I, that was a James comment because James, <laughs> my partner, is not gonna be here for a few episodes. Um, I had to sneak that in because normally he'd have sure like, he would have gone south a long time ago. <laughs> like you know, yeah. therapy. So what do you work on exactly? Huh? Yeah, it would it would it went in a whole different direction.
1: Again though, again though, it's not therapy. I don't want people thinking I'm a therapist. Right. It's not.
0: Sorry, yeah, and okay. yeah, nobody takes our this thing seriously. Like I said, we have two listeners, <laughs> if that you know.
1: How do you know you have two listeners that you can see them right now?
0: No, it's just analytics oh. after the fact. I don't know that much information, oh. and they don't they can tell you like where you're logging in from, but they're not going to say, uh, it's not one of those things that are saying, like, oh, Susie logged in and listened to your podcast, it'll say a listener in california was listening to you know what i mean like but that's really it it doesn't get yeah i'm sure they know but the stuff i'm privy to is more for like uh you know the analytics that i want to know like okay in fact i'll open it up right now and it'll show me like um you know what are they listening to when are they listening to um You know that type of data.
1: Wait, but if you have over two thousand listeners, then how is it? Twenty-two
0: hundred. I'm not sure why you're downplaying our success, but (laughs) twenty-two hundred listeners. Thank you. No. No, we were talking about that a a few podcasts ago, where we're like, "Dude, think about it. That's like the population of one high school or one high school and one middle school worth of fans that are actually listening to us." We're not saying they're our kids, but. Uh, From a visual standpoint, the amount of bodies and heartbeats. So, anyways, I can, holy crap. Yeah, I can see like how many uh, times uh, some of the podcasts were listened to today. And I see that, like, you know, for example, The Lyft Driver had 59 listens. Um, This one episode had 11, which means it's a weak episode. You know, we're probably just like on the whole thing going blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Yeah. But the Reuben one, the ones where we're just, like, freaking high and drunk and fucking being stupid, surprisingly, those are the most popular episodes. I don't know why. How? So
1: this one won't be popular because we're,
0: like... It's going to be popular. The, no. <laughs> well, speak for yourself. i have been fucking high and drunk the past three hours. So only way I get through this. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's... <laughs> It's an interesting thing. I don't know. I mean, to me, it's just like, I, first of all, I enjoy talking, right, with interesting people, especially you, because you're you're like family, right? But
1: Aww.
0: But it's like when you talk to people and then you're like, oh, people listen to this? And why? And just kind of like what you do as far as helping people through your, through. you don't want to call it therapy, I get it, but by listening and, and helping people get centered in their, cosmic energetic pool in the universe, right? And where they weigh as far as Mm -hmm. their chi and then balancing their physiology. I think that's fucking fantastic. Nice. And so for me, the podcast, I'm a fucking clown. Everybody knows it. And I hear voices and everybody knows it. Well, not everybody. But something that started as kind of like a funny comedy slash therapy slash whatever. I never in my wildest dreams would have thought that 2,200 people active listeners are fucking interested in anything we have to say, unless they're high as fuck, unless it's my mom listening to it 2,200 times. Um, and and by, by the way, these aren't, like <laughs> <mom. yeah. laughs> it's not, and it's not listens. It's, it's actual like people that have tuned in and, you know, followed or, and there's different platforms and, um, but yeah, and you know, anyways, as we grow, we're gonna grow, in my opinion, by just talking to interesting people, and of course, someday, of course, you know, me sitting down with Dave Grohl and just me just talking to him for two hours, yeah, that wouldn't be a bad deal either, you know. But just <laughs> people that I like cool. see out there, and I'm like, dude, that would be a really cool dude to just fucking have a beer with, and just whatever, smoke a nice stogie, and just talk about whatever, you know.
1: Mhm. That's cool.
0: Anything that I'll I think like that's it. what people want. Anyway.
1: It makes me want to be on the podcast again.
0: Susie, great conversation. Do you want to tell <laughs> the listeners anything about yourself as far as where to find you?
1: I'm on i I'm on the YouTube.
0: Um The YouTube? What is that? Contraction. The,
1: the YouTube, the tubes with the you on it and you with me. Uh find me on YouTube there's a bunch of songs it's like I mean it's all singing but like I go off they're all pretty much all done on Facebook live so people come in and comment and I'm like oh my god Johnny Smith from second grade it's so nice to hear from you and so then I go off on a tangent but there's a lot of songs accordion and ukulele and singing and it's bracken b-r-a-c-k e-n the half a bee, as in the little insect, Bracken the half a bee. <laughs> bracken.
0: I'm Bracken,
1: by the way, Mikey. Got like, it. So that was like my nickname at the outdoor school, and it's stuck. And now like half of my friend group knows me as Bracken. Bracken. Release browner. the Bracken. <laughs> exactly. That's the best way to. Got it. Remember so, it. yeah, it, wait, can I say one more thing? Yeah, no, wait, I was gonna wait, to
0: say, great say conversation. And, you know, what do you want to you know, tell the listeners, or what do you want to wrap it, wrap this great conversation off with?
1: Wrap this puppy up. Um, thank you, ceramic chicken listeners, for listening. <laughs> and, yeah, you can check out my youtube if you want to see silly songs and if anybody's interested in process coaching which like if you're feeling lost and lonely and you know disconnected and whatever right now i mean there's a lot going on right now there's a lot to feel and process coaching is learning to feel um wholeness work it's very empowering so they'd want to go to processcoaching.org or they can should I say my email address?
0: If you're comfortable podcast. with the two people emailing you, then why not?
1: <laughs> um, it's s z and then woolhouse all one word at gmail.com and that would be if you're, if you're interested in in process coaching, which if you are, if this work calls to you, oh my gosh, please do it because it's like, it's just been such a life changer for me. So Fantastic. it might be, you could you can call me if you're ever, you know, if you want, want connection or, you know, you want to, I don't know. I mean, it was really good to hear you talk about what happened and stuff. So thank you cool, for sharing thank that you. with me. It was so lovely to chat with you and Ceramic Chicken listeners.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Susie.
1: To all the fans. Thanks, Mikey. You're the best.